All right, let's get into it. This is MC Till, the Boom Bap Chat. We got a great episode tonight because we got great guests and super excited to, to jump in and have this conversation with them. But before we do, I want to give a big shout out to everybody's records here in Cincinnati, Ohio. If you are here, get on over there and check them out. Call me up. I'll go with you. They have books, tapes, CDs, plenty of vinyl more stuff it's just a great store they support the local hip-hop scene the local music scene so we try to support them right back so check them out here in cincinnati or online at everybodysrecords.com uh, we also have a new book our boom bap review series volume five covering albums from 2023 is coming out very very soon and you can get your limited edition cover at boombapreview.com and save some money if you do it this month all right Hip-hop is a beautiful thing, y'all, and our guests tonight embody that beauty. When you listen to their music, it just oozes out. It can't help itself. You can hear it in their new album, All That Glitters. This album is excellent uh, as it combines classic breakbeats, dope samples, and a smooth, fresh delivery. It's fun. It's upbeat. It's positive. It's just plain and simple. Great music. Here to discuss that album and much more is Earth Tone. Fellas, welcome to the Boom Bap Chat. How you guys doing? Excellent. Thank you for that intro. Very, uh, very humbling and, you know, very much appreciated. Yeah, no doubt, man. I'm glad you guys are here. And with the name Boom Bap Chat, sometimes we like to, to start off uh, the conversation with just what that term means to you. If you like that term uh, mm -hmm. what and, and what does it mean to you? So let, let's just start there. So what do y'all, when y'all hear that term Boom Bap, what does that mean to you? And how do you uh, resonate with that term? It's the heartbeat, man. That's mm. it. It's the heartbeat. And obviously, it's not something we we strayed very far from. In fact, <laughs> we went straight to the center of it uh, on our on our debut LP, All That Glitters. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's largely driven by that undeniable feeling of the breakbeat. You know what I mean? Taking taking four uh, undisturbed boom bap, you know, um kicks and snares and sliding that fader back and forth to, to keep it going is the heartbeat essentially of your of your track you know so uh it represents the dj it represents the cornerstone of hip-hop i think and it's like the perfect bed to get you to get your bars off you know yeah no doubt and if you're tuning if you're listening and not watching a show that was Ela from uh the 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 group that we have tonight um and what about you, uh, the the world famous NIC? How do you Thank respond you. to that um, to that term, boom bap? Yeah, it's, it's funny because when you was you know you you never really think about these things until you're asked. So you know, I was like, oh, yeah. what what do I think about? You know, skills has this uh, this famous quote: "I got your neck nodding because you I got your head nodding because your neck knows it's fat." You know what I mean? And yes, like, yes. You know how that is. It's like it's it's undeniable when when you hear that boom bap. And you start going like that, yeah. And that head start nodding. It's like, yeah, okay, it's, it's it's undeniable. So, uh, you know, it just takes me back to the essence of hip hop. That's that's to me. I always say, like hip hop, it doesn't really have any rules, but you know what I mean. Like, th there's some undeniable ru rules mm. that that have to. They go without saying. You know what I mean. Like that's that's a hit. That that net that that head bobbing, that's a hit. And you can't you can't write down the science of that on a paper. You can't say, okay, this is why it's a hit. You just 
your body just organically responds to it. So that's kind of what I think about when I hear that boom back. Yeah, somewhere in there, maybe think of one of the interludes that you all have where you talk about hip hop and you can't like you can't say that something is not hip hop, which I thought was kind of an interesting uh, thing, because everyone online obviously is telling everybody what is and isn't hip hop. You know, you probably see these these comments all over the place. Like, this is the real hip hop. and This is not. And when when I heard that on the album, I was like, man, I, I really resonate with that. Like there's some hip hop that I just I do not like. But who am I to try to define like, oh, that's not hip hop, you know? We we do this, uh, we have this conversation. We try and keep it consistent, but you know, sometimes life, family wise, everything jumps in the way. But we do this thing called Earth Tone Tuesday, and we literally yeah. we're talking about that this week. You know, it's like I've and probably you and Ela, uh, with this being 50 years of hip hop, have lived long enough to see some of the things that initially in the foundation of hip hop which was looked at as taboo or like, hey, if you're an underground rapper, you don't do brand deals, you don't do commercials. Mm, you don't right. Do, and, you know, kind of, we were kind of jokingly kind of looking back and being like, all right, so then when the St. Eyes commercial came out, when they were doing the beer commercials, and then like, you, you, you just, you see this whole transition of how like, now everybody underground wants to do a branding and a 360 deal. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, but that was like, you were basically selling your soul or selling out back in the day if you did something quote unquote commercial. Mm. So I've just lived long enough to, and I'm sure all of us have with hip hop that uh, I just don't, I just feel like we just live hip hop, man. And, and uh, I don't really say anything is or isn't anymore. Yeah. I'm cool. I'm comfortable with, with living in the present of what hip hop is. So yeah. Yeah. I feel that. That's anyway. dope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eli, anything you want to uh, add on to that? Yeah, I mean, and I like he summed it up. Well, I think one thing that, you know, <clears throat> in our best intention and effort to like keep it on the positive, um, you know, it's that's that's like that's that divisive language. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, worrying about what how somebody else is doing what they're doing, like, oh, you, you know, you're not being true, you're not being authentic, you're not being X, you're not being Y and Z. You know, it's like we're not necessarily worried about that. It's evolving. Like, you know, uh, the Wu Tang clan sound a lot different than Curtis Blow. Like, where where is the line? Like, when is it supposed to stop evolving? Right. Yeah. So, like, we want to make sure, even though we channel. Uh, you know, especially on this project, like we channel the essence from a certain era, but, and thank you for acknowledging the way that you did by adding our own fresh spin on it. Like that's, mm-hmm. we refer to it as the new gold, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and in an effort to, to like, you know, stay consistent with that new, that whole idea and the, and the sort of the underbelly of the, the idea of the new gold is to like, you know, we don't want to get stuck in the past and and to say like, yo, this ain't hip hop and this and that, like that's, now we're just saying the criteria is something based on, you know, 1992 or like 80, let's say 86 to 94, whatever, like however you timestamp it, it's like, we don't necessarily want to do that. Even if we do uh, find like inspiration and muses from certain time periods, it's like, hey man, it's all love. We out here, it's all yeah. love, but we know what we're doing. That's all, that's all we wanted to say, I think, in that is saying like, it's not our job to call out what isn't, but we just know what we're doing. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. dope. 
Are there other artists that you're resonating to, like newer artists or artists that are just putting out new music now that you're you're finding inspiration from that that you really dig these days? I'm gonna let the DJ take that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I mean, yeah, I mean, I you know, I just off top like J Cole, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Lucas Joiner, you know, all all of those, all of the new cats that's like really uh, trying to, I, I would say, have a distinguishable voice. Hmm. Um, I think where I, as a DJ, start to get a little bit annoyed with the newer generation of rap is that I think one of the things that Ela and I reflect on, you know, is back in the day, and we won't say any generation, but like it was a, a badge of honor to come out with your own original style and not hmm. sound like anyone else, and that you were everybody wanted to be fresh everybody wanted to be like yo it, it from gear to sound to every like yo you yo where you get that at yo mm-hmm. i've never seen that before like that that was like you were impressing your your collective group of friends if you came and you had the fresh thing on you know like and now i feel like it's almost a badge of honor to sound like everyone and kind of like everyone is the same cadence. You know, it's like, oh man, we all rapping like that now. And if anybody breaks that trend and they're not cool, like that's, that's interesting to me. So um, yeah, any, any of the new rappers that like have their own distinguishable signature sound or voice, I, I love it. Yeah. That's dope. That's super dope. There's um, plenty of excellence. I'll just add that quick note. There's plenty yeah. of excellence in the present. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, it's hard. It's hard. The things that are getting celebrated tends to eclipse that. And by celebrated, I mean just giving uh, bigger platforms. You know what I mean? Uh, it's getting away from the music um, in a lot of in a lot of ways. And uh, but there's plenty of excellent. Um, you know. Uh, whatever young or new people that uh, you know are undiscovered or however you want to define right when current yeah for sure I would agree with that I, you brought up something that made me think about um kind of an evolution in, in my own life where like there's certain hip-hop music that I, I love like I love listening to it and I also know the lyrics are just like so degrading sometimes and so violent uh, yeah. you guys wrestle with that too i mean do you ever ha- stop and think like oh man i i love this song but like i know what this dude just said and it's terrible <laughs> you know what i mean do, do you ever wrestle with that yourself probably me more <laughs> no no I, you oh, oh you may wrestle with it more i don't i mean if we're yeah. gonna if if we are going to um hold art to that level of accountability then like don't single out hip hop. You know what I mean? Yeah, for like, sure. You can't go enjoy a Scorsese flick if that's how you operate. And so right. you know, I, what I do think, this is where I think it's tricky, right? Like, so your, your questions are excellent, but there's like, we can, we could probably dissect each of them but from mm-hmm. boom back to this, this most recent one for, you know, more time than I think we all have. But I think what was tricky, and this is something we talk about, it's like, and uh, I think I, I didn't even see the quote, but I saw that NWA was trending. And I, I feel I think maybe Special Ed said something on a drink champs and that then it started to get pulled apart. I didn't even catch the quote, but it's like, did they ruin hip hop? And I saw like questions. I didn't I didn't pay to my end, like going to the, you know, dive down the, the that path. But I will say that I've actually referenced them for quite a while. 
uh, as sort of because they're just obviously this mega group and they're like a pivotal time. Mm -hmm. And not only did they um, significantly break down. So like Ice-T was, I, I think, the sort of the, the pioneer of the West Coast or whatever, but NWA like blew it out, right? And then, um, yeah. but, so, you know, what they viewed themselves as street reporters, they also like gave a, a, a playbook onto how to succeed, right? So this, this level of like, like extreme rebellion and defiance, like they're doing it because of, it's like a response to something about it felt realer and more authentic, right? So they, so it's like if we're gonna be rebellious and defiant, it's because of sort of you know injustices and stuff like that 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 what that we're subject to, right? But right. fast forward, it's like oh, by just you know blurring out certain phrases, fuck the police, go crazy. I, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if, if uh, you're if, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're, no, you're good. Cool, okay? Yeah, uh, yeah. Like so, so take it to this level. Like that legendary thing that Detroit show when that happened. Like if you right. guys born that track, it's like that thing is a legendary tale now, right? So it's like, well, let's. This is, you know, I mean, you call you call it hip hop or whatever. Like now you see an LL Cool J, Dr. Dre, and Eminem getting to the rock and roll. This is rock and roll. Right. This is the mm. formula for rock and roll. So it's like if you're trying to distinguish yourself, you know, you got to go counterculture against the grain and so on. So I think that's where it's tricky. But, you know, like I said, like I love the 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 sort of the, the I guess the rock and roll nature. And when it gets a little bit obscene or too far down that path, like. It it resonates differently to me today when I hear a new artist uh you know use that's that's you know sort of um voicing today but like i'm not gonna it's hard for me to separate myself from being a 12 year old listening to like yeah. you know whatever you know i was younger when i think doggy style came out but like i'm still gonna listen as though i'm that child you know and it's gonna mm -hmm. um take me back to that feeling which was a blissful feeling because like yeah. usually it's incredible you know so yeah it's a, you know, it's a lot. It can go in a lot of different directions. I'll, you know, maybe you wanted something more succinct, but it's, it's no, nah, you're good. Yeah. I, I mean, just to piggyback off that, I think what I wrestle with the most is, and now being, you know, living 50 years with hip hop, I just, I struggle with there just being a balance mm. like that to offset that. Like, I, I think that there's a place in hip hop for a street reporter. I think there's a, a place in hip hop for even the shock job. You know what I mean? But then there's got to be a place for Black Thought Common that that is yeah. equally shed a light on as well, because then what happens is if I'm a 12 or 13 year old, like I'm looking up to an NBA player and all I see is and one mixtape, I'm going to just be like, oh, that's how you get. OK, I'm going to do these tricks, you know, or, you know, do you see good good basketball being played do you see good hip-hop and and you want to emulate that too if yeah. i if i think the only way i can be a rapper is if i'm cursing being a street reporter then i just tend to be like all right well i'm gonna rap write raps like this because one day i want to be just like my idols um so i just feel like the balance is what i struggle with because you, you should have yeah. more than one idol you know sure. we had you know back i just real quick just you know yeah. we had nwa but then we had chuck d you know, we had L Cool J. We had a, you know, we had EPMD. You know, we had a plethora of wide. Didn't play De La Soul like it was yeah, yeah, so fun. You know, tried, you know. So mm -hmm. we had we had more of a balance in our day. Even on mainstream radio, we had you know, 
a, a more of a balance that we were even, you know, digesting. So we could kind of gravitate and it could be offset. But like now I don't, I don't see that. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that a lot. And that's one of the reasons we tried to amplify more positive voices and on this boom bap chat and the books we write. I mean, dope is dope. If it's a dope album, it's a dope album. Um, but for that reason, we try to amplify those voices. And, you know, when I came across y'all music, I was like, oh, man, this is great. This is good. It's positive, you know. So I am curious, that positivity, is that something that you all, like, made a decision to be positive without just kind of up in your upbringing? Are you just, like, naturally positive people? Where did that positivity uh, come from uh, for you all? It's not an NI's upbringing, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> You've been through some stuff. Uh, you know, I think, uh, like, you know, so Earth Tone is a fairly new concept. This is our debut project, uh, but neither of us individually are necessarily new to the art form. And so I think we've we've done a lot and we've, like, exercised a lot of different sort of options and approaches. And, you know, and I'll say for myself, like, um, I mean, I'm far removed from it, so it's not something that I get into now, but I started out battle rapping and freestyling, you know, battle mm. rapping, like who wanted at the party type stuff, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, this guy from this school's nice. All right, let's get into it, you know, and uh, won some, lost some and all that. But and then you go from that and then you're like, right, you know what, I think I'm gonna try this for real. And then so you, you're taking a assessment of what's what's going on and drawing some influence and stuff like that and um you know there was like something compelled me to get braggadocio even though even like you talk about like black thought and all that yes he's dropping jewels of wisdom along the way but he's he's still letting you know he is nice you know what i mean yeah. and, um which he should and uh so like you do that and then you like I found myself you know because also you're, you're younger like I was younger I was more sort of like just had a sort of more like volatile energy in me you know and so artistically it would just come out a lot like the rap would be aggressive but that's not it's it's because I was getting lost in the rap but I wasn't letting my truest self inform the rap and so over time like as you almost like become sober from your from your youth and your your naive mindset you know and it's just like you know what like as I, I could look in the mirror now with clearer eyes and be like man you know who I I'm a nice guy like you know what I'm saying that's just the truth <laughs> of it I'm not out here trying to stir up trouble and you know I get along with people so uh particularly as like the, the one whose whose voice is sort of driving and, and represents for the group it's like I'm not going to, I don't want to say nothing that, you know, I can't stand on like when I'm away from the booth, so to speak, like, nah, like I'm a, I'm a good, like, I'm a good dude. And you know what? I feel like this is sorely, um, sorely missing in today's game. And, and also like, I think one of the beauties of when, when, when NIC and I got to this like earth tone and this concept and, and uh, headed down this path, it's like, we didn't pay no mind to what was going on versus I was talking about like, you know, that once upon a time, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this in earnest. If I'm gonna make a career of it, what's working? Yeah. You know, so it's like, oh, what's okay. Now you gotta, you know, get into this. You gotta distinguish yourself by saying, I'm the best one out. You know, it's like, right. That's all well and good. But now it's like, 
the art is the the purpose it's not the anything else and so it's like when your art is your purpose you're like let me be true mm. and let me actually do something creative that's not really affected by surrounding elements so we didn't pay no mind to trends or like what's popping what's the wave you know we're just going straight down our lane you know yeah i love that yeah in in full transparency I, i'm the christian of the group Ela is the better person of the group. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's just a better, he's a better person than I am. So I'm probably the I'm I'm probably more rough around the edges. I'm probably (laughs) more aggressive. I'm probably, yeah. So yeah, he I I'm glad he's the MC. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's dope. That's a dope, dope line right there. Um before we jump into this album, because I, I I want I got a lot of questions about this album, um, all that glitters. Uh, but before we go there, just can you just uh, you know quickly let people know, like what is Earth Tone? Like how did that come together? Like you know w- what does it symbolize? And, and just kind of break that break that down for us. Elo, by all chance, by all. Um, yeah, so Earth, I mean, Earth Tone is really a manifestation of what was like already bubbling. Like, and I see in myself, there's a bond and a brotherhood between us. And and it's not like we came up together as like, you know, shorties who, you know, it's like we found each other in adults industry wise, but like quickly saw eye to eye quickly recognized that you know principally we were kind of moved by the same you know code and so on and like and then musically we were very much aligned as well and uh so after you know you do the thing where you kind of keep seeing the person or whatever it's like yo and I was starting to get to the stage more and more and I said yo I I really want to have an authentic show two turntables and a mic right so like Mm -hmm. I'm on the mic obviously and uh and so we got together our work ethic was the same it was like yo everything got to be sharp rehearsed etc so like it became clear very quickly that um you know like by by character and then by profession that you know it was it was a, a bond that's uh meant to last you know so um we had been doing that forever we both like our bond stayed intact, but we got away from the. Well, he he continued. He's a he's a DJ by trade, so he didn't get away from the music. But as far as like producing and and and, and releasing it, uh, his own content. Um, but when we got back to it, you know, I essentially called him and I said, I just wanted Earth Tone came out of like kind of a, a goofy like story or whatever. But it was um, it was really a label to put to to make official what was already like you know like oh he, yeah he, that's the dj oh yeah that's the mc you know what i mean and so um we wanted to ensure that well i you know it was it was really my brainchild and i wanted to ensure that we were a group that we weren't sort of these you know individual entities that are just kind of like floating out in the space and it's like oh yeah let's link when there's a show it's like nah let's get in the studio let's do this thing in earnest and he got he got skills he has certain character traits that um complement my strengths or, 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 you know, pick up for where I'm weak and, and, and um, vice versa, you know? So it's like, uh, and, and ultimately when we got together and we talk about this, this a lot. So it's just ultimately like the approach of earth tone is um, just 
kind of stimulating, like intellectually stimulating conversations like this, and even the light ones, the joke ones, whatever, yeah, yeah. we always break bread. Like that's the studio session to us. So we always, you know, we're going to get some food, you know, maybe enjoy a drink or whatever. And then, and then when the conversation gets into that good part, you know what I mean? It take a second. People, you know, you come hey. through, you got to settle into the energy of the room. When we get into that good part, things will come to the light. We're like, oh, that's, a, that's it right there. We got to, we got to put that on wax. So mm. that's earth tone. And it just so happens the things that we talk about, you know, we, um, we just, we got viewpoints. And I think one of the most important things to call out too, was like, we don't align 100% on all of our ideologies. Mm. And I think one of the most important things to call out, is like, that is the, that that's the essence of, of earth tone too, that you, in in you know in the earth you know we let that represent unity and unification right and so and and what that means is like in this world everything is so that line is drawn in the sand so thick right so mm. if it's like if this is your view on this matter on matter x then you're my enemy and then if this is your yeah. view on that it's like everything can't make we're just going to be standing on islands by ourselves you know what i mean and, and then we get our curated thing that that kind of supports our viewpoint it's like we can't always see eye to eye on everything and so that's like you know a lot of, i think what comes out in the music is like recognizing other viewpoints and then and say all right well this is how we going but we we recognize everything from kind of more a more global perspective like you know, as for the nonsense that's out here in the world, we're not like, we don't really pay no mind and uh, uh, address that because it's not a good use of our time, I guess. But um, yeah, we just, we try to keep it positive. We try to keep it funky, make people move, go back to a time where people actually were not, everyone wasn't the star. People were, mm -hmm. were there for each other, for the camaraderie, for being at the party together. You can dance, you can sweat, you can, you know what I mean? You can smile. Yeah. Everything isn't hard all the time. Yeah. And I love that you pointed out that you have differences and it's a beautiful thing. It doesn't have to be something that divides us, you know, it can it, yeah, I love that. And I appreciate that. That's dope. I think that's where, honestly, that's where our art, a lot of our art, not the concepts for our song began. I mean, even when you think about uh, the name of the album, all that glitters, you know, the, the phrase is all that glitters isn't gold, you know what I mean? And so, um, that's we, we were talking about not only the golden era, but when we um, talk about the golden era, a lot of times we we speak of it with this infatuation of like, man, I wish it could be back. I, I wish hip hop could be, could be back like it was in the golden era. And I think sometimes we tend to overlook it wasn't it was some bad groups in the golden era as well we just don't sure. didn't come along with the story you know where there was yeah. a tribe called quest there was also a dot 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 yeah. just dot dot dots didn't get you know they they don't go along with the story so we start to reminisce back and you know again even a lot of those artists from the golden era when you speak to them now and you see them on drink champs they talk about the bad contracts they talk about yeah. the the show promoters that, that screwed them over. They talk right. about a lot of the stuff that, that, and we never tend to talk about that. We just reminisce about this glorious time called the golden era. So, you know, we wanted to kind of bring things to the present. And again, I think Earth Tone is always not only trying to unify people, but then also saying like, there's a balance. There's a balance yeah. even to 
us reminiscing about hip hop. Let's let's tell the full story. Yeah, yeah. And and appreciate how good it is now. I know I was listening to an interview with Alchemist and he was talking about how once he got his mind wrapped around like this new way of releasing music and being more independent and not having to go through a, a label, he was like it was it was the greatest thing for him. And he's having more fun now than he's ever had before because he's, you know, in control and empowered to do that. So yeah. So there's wonderful. I, I should have called that now. out for, for our sort of independent mindset and not paying no mind to waves and stuff like that, too. It's mm-hmm. like there's no gatekeeper. And yeah, if our audience could be uh, 5,000 loyal or whatever. And that 5,000 loyal goes a long way. So we don't got to tell some story of like, yo, we got 5 million gazillion followers. Like now, nah, like what we do, so long as it resonates with a nice, nice little cut of people, like we're, we're good. You know, we got peace with that. Yeah. Yeah. So all that glitters, uh, new album. If you're just tuning in, we got earth tone on the podcast. And their new album is All That Glitters. It's a really, really good album. And I just want to address now, if you go searching for it on the streaming platforms that we're all kind of used to, you're not going to find it. You'll find a few singles, but you won't find the whole album. You got to go to the website, earthtone.com, U-R-F, tone, T-O-N-E.com, and you can buy it there. I did. You should do it too, because it's a dope album. It's worthy of your money. I promise you, you're going to enjoy it. Um, but can you speak um, to to why you didn't put it on streaming platforms? Yeah, thank you for for raising that. Um, yeah. that that's something that, like, you know, as we were releasing singles, you know, along our journey and trying to like fill out and navigate today's space and 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 sort of like how to touch and and uh, grow your audience and all that, it just felt like it lacked any like sense of like real solid connection uh with exceptions of course but it's just seemed like you know um it's easy to get lost in the shuffle on the, the major dsps like you know like spotify for example and i'm, I'm not calling them out at, uh, to disrespect i call them out because they're sort of the gold standard right right it's yeah. like the one that everybody uses so um but it's like if you got if you're if your music is on a platform and sharing space with essentially all the music of all time you know so you can you can listen to earth tone sure but you can also listen to michael jackson and you can listen to jay-z you can listen to i mean anything you can go listen to tony braxton you can listen to guns and roses you can listen to anything of all time it's like it feels like it lacks the sort of the attentiveness and and the the intentional you know dynamic between artists and audience and it's almost like you're trying to you know, speak to somebody and their head's on a swivel and they looking mm. around and they chucking a deuce this way and that. It's like, <laughs> it's, you know, and, and something that we value from the our formative years of being music lovers is that sort of like, it's like a spiritual experience when you had your little $10 and you went to your, with whether it was Sam Goody or Music Plus, whatever your store was. And it's just like, you go and you got you got to make your choice you where are you gonna go yep. that $10 or you get a few singles or whatever you're gonna do you make it make sense and you get it and you fighting off that plastic on a jewel case and you're just like and then you have it and you ride to it and it's uninhibited by anything else and you want to listen and you want to get to understand what was that bar what he say let me run that back what she say let me run that back so it's like we're tr- 
like the, the we are in this digital space the world moves a lot faster now than it did then but if if there are certain measures that we could take now to recreate that magic uh and honestly like for the amount of work the 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 amount of you know uh energy and love that we poured into this project we feel like it warrants that it warrants that level of uh, like intentional listening versus this sort of passive like everybody thinks they in A&R these days it's like oh yeah I, okay yeah I'll just give it a one once over and it's I'm gonna slide over to the next thing oh Drake dropped the project and then Cole all right listen don't do us that favor if you're gonna ride with us like listen to it you know, I want you to, you know, if you're going to go to this museum to stare at the painting, don't just yeah. walk past, walk past, walk past. You know what I mean? Like um, it's art and we feel like it it uh, deserves a certain level of um, respect for those who are going to dive into it. So we might we might have compromised the quantity of who we're exposing ourselves to, but we are focused on the quality. Yeah, I think that's really dope. And the album lends itself well to you know, an, an album experience, you know, a lot of music is just kind of put out there, just kind of see what sticks, there's playlists, there's artists coming out with like, you know, five song EPs every other month. Um, but this is an album, like it feels right. From the moment you press play to the very last song, it has a, a consistency to it. It's coherent. It just has a feel to it, you know, and that's something I love about it. I don't like albums where it's like all over the place. There's like, a down south song or the east coast song there's this song there's that and like i mean if that's your thing if you like that eclectic nature fine that's that's great you know do you do what you do but i love an album that has a sound and this one definitely has a sound that's something i really appreciate about this album it has like i said in the intro has like um these very traditional break beats uh throughout uh with really dope samplings on top you got some stand-up bass on there which i love um and the the coming together of like the the beats that you make um are just the perfect soundscape for your voice it just it just meshes really well you know it's not the beats aren't like soft like they're, they're you know they're break beats so they're there they're full but they're not too full they're not too aggressive you know and your voice is there but it's laid back enough it just all works really well together so if you don't have the album y'all go get the album it's really really good uh, I want to bring in what's that? Sorry, sorry. What Thank are you, you saying? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for sure. Wanted to bring in um my buddy who couldn't be here tonight. He's got some family members, little kids that are sick tonight. But uh, Joe November, also a producer and part of the uh, the the Boom Bap chat. He had a, a few questions. He said his favorite track on Earth Tone on on the album is "Feel Is Real," and wanted to see if y'all could talk about the concept, how that concept came together, and how you got Adrian uh, Crutchfield on it. No, go ahead. <laughs> we, 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 you know, it's that Zoom thing. We'll make sure the rhythm is We're sharing the ball, you know. Um, I'll start backwards. So Adrian Crutchfield, who is a virtuoso jazz musician, you know, plays multiple instruments, you know, credited and, and Grammy Award winning on, you know, Prince projects and tours with CeeLo and a number of other, you know, credits his name. Just so happens to be the cousin of uh, of NIC. So oh really? Wow. Okay. It worked. It was a it was a layup and it was a no brainer. Uh, you know, as far as the concept of the song, it's it's just more more uh, of those sorts of conversations that we have that um, that inform the direction of creativity. Uh, so 
you know, it's like a lot of a lot of the recurring themes throughout the project and feel is real is not an exception is about that, that unity and finding our way back to each other as people. Mm -hmm. And obviously the music has to feel good. Music is such a it's such a force that it um, can really be a soundscape that that inspires that togetherness, you know, where you kind of forget about maybe your differences or you forget about your worries and your stresses and that, and you just kind of like get lost in the music. So we, we think about all these things as sort of like our, you know, the tenets, the things that, that we're driving towards. And I think um, the rest kind of gets cooked up from there, you know, uh, yeah. but it's, it's, it's a pretty, pretty pure and um, like authentic experience. Like we're listening, we're listening to each other speak in conversation and we're listening to our voices in our head. And then it's like, when it, when that, picture becomes clear in your mind it's like oh this this needs to now materialize in song form you know yeah i'm curious and i see like w your beat process do you generally start with like a, a break beat first do you start with a sample you start with the tune do you start with the bass line is it just how you're feeling that day what's your process like when you're when you're producing and making beats yeah, so it's so interesting because we were talking about this just the other day and i was and i was saying like Honestly, the, the way that we go into our creative process is, um, I, if I had to say something before baseline, before beat, before anything, it's conversation. Mm. It's literally conversation. Um, and then, like you said, like Ela was saying, when you get to that good part and you're like, oh, that's a song. That's a song. That's, nobody is talking about that, but that's, that's very present right now. Let's go create. We'll we'll stop right there. We'll mm. we'll leave a pizza on the on the dining room table. We're like, all right, we, we got where we're going. And so we go there and then we start searching for sounds and that feel and resonate with us. You know what I mean? So it 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 could be a break beat. We always want to start with that undertone of you know hip hop, that boom bap, that you know, something that is going to uh, a lot of the sound, uh, the foundation of sound that we work with, especially on All That Glitters, was like, let's speak to the B-boys and B-girls. And if it's going to be a golden era love letter, let's incorporate a lot of those, you know, those James Browns, those straight break beats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that will not always be earth tone moving forward, but like that, because we were so in that mindset and, you know, Ela has said, you know, on, on multiple uh, things is like, you know, we were kind of listening to a lot of like L Cool J, Heavy D, Kwame, Kid and Play. Um, he really wanted to show out, you know, lyrically how he could, you know, nobody was rapping in, in that pace and that cadence. And so he really wanted to uh, highlight his pen. Uh, so, you know, we had to kind of choose some beats that was in that 115, one, one, you know, 120 even like, yeah. with, you know, with, with everything being 70 BPMs now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm speaking DJ talk now. We had to be like, all right, well, we got to go this way. That raw, that yeah. Big Daddy Kane at 110, you know, kind of yeah. M range. But outside of that that's kind of how that's our creative approach is like all right what are we trying to accomplish what is the topic of the song and what feels right and then it's easier to kind of start picking beats and bass lines because a lot of people when they hear feel is real they're like oh man it reminds me of diggable planets mm. it reminds me of that 
you know, that cool like that, that rebirth of slick that, you know, it's just got that kind of cool vibe, you know, but that's what really what we were, we were like, yo, man, that, that kind of vibe is what brings people together. That's a chill vibe. That makes me want to, yeah. you know, if you smoke, you want to smoke. If you drink, you want to drink. If you eat, you want to, par- you know, party, you want to talk to a girl. This, this feels like that. This feel is real right here. This is, this mm. is, this is where we at right now. So um, when I hear those kind of comments, I'm like, yeah, we hit the nail on the head. Yeah. yeah. I, and I'm, I'm curious, uh, just, I, I've been getting into a lot of jazz. My grandpa listened to a lot of jazz and, I listen to jazz just to sample, but recently I've been listening to jazz to just enjoy it, just to sit and enjoy it. Curious, are either of you jazz heads or are you into jazz music at all? Well, yeah, my 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 father was a jazz uh, DJ. Uh, oh, really? He sh- yeah, he had a show um, for, I, I would say, the better part of three or four years uh, in Wisconsin, where we're from. And uh, it was uh, college radio, and he mm-hmm. had a jazz program. So, I, yeah, I grew up listening to a lot of, Ahmad Jamal, uh, you know, uh, Miles Davis, Thelonious, uh, Coltrane, you know, all of that stuff. He would all yeah. that that was a constant sound bed in, in our house. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Excellent. My wife would my wife would play it in the background a lot. She's a musician herself. So she'll, oh. you know, it'll be, you know, cooking breakfast on Sundays with with either American jazz, like, like the likes of uh, who and I listed, or she'll get into like some bossa nova type stuff yeah. too. It's, it's expanded my appreciation and palette more, but jazz has always been, I've always been because like being a student of hip hop, just been sort of fascinated with process more and more as, as my journey goes. So you hear like, when you hear Q-Tip, who's uh, obviously pretty clearly an inspiration, you know, when you hear him speak about his production, like he's very well informed. He's a jazz head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think, you know, I think it's always important to like peel the layers back when you are being a student or something, when you get involved in the craft, you got to honor it that way. So no, nah, I couldn't take no quiz and test on it, <laughs> but, but it's something that I'm, I'm it's like, I, I have a constant, like, uh, you know, hunger for, for knowledge and info. So, you know, it's a quiz. And I, I mean, I, I, so, I would be, I got to I got to shout out some of the new, you know, the Robert Glaspers, Hiatus mm. Coyote, uh, Moonchild. I'm throwing out some names because if you haven't stumbled up on them, you you might want to check these people out. Yeah. But you know, again, for sure, you know, yeah, it was it was all at Royers, Herbie, you know, all of that stuff. I remember growing up listening to that, but like the new cats, I, I like a lot as well. Yeah, so, that's dope. Yeah. Uh, on the album, you have a song one two with Camp Low. Yeah an excellent duo right there how did that that uh come about well camp low is literally one of my favorite groups of all time uh word they're 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 more of the lighter group that because i'm a griselda mob deep wu-tang you know that (laughs) that's probably more of my sound band but like for whatever reason when camp went up from the first time i heard camp low i was instantly in love with them um, I just thought everything creatively, everything they brought to the table, I, I loved. So um, that was a big get for us. I, I got to be in tr- full transparency, man. That, that was like a bucket list yeah. group for, for me. Go ahead, Ela. I mean, you could expand on it with that. <laughs> yeah, nah, it was it was incredible. Um, yeah, they, they're incredible. I, you know, I guess the moral of like Camp Low for, for any artists who are listening, it's like, don't uh don't limit your 
like don't limit your imagination as it relates to let's say like reaching out to people now camp low we did have to go through some back channels and had to get like the network involved but uh and i'm sorry i'm skipping around but it it, it all falls in context like we also got down with mr funky you know famously from lords of the underground and it's like that was a result of just googling around you know mm -hmm. what i mean like what how do we get in contact Who's, who's the rep or does he have a direct, you know what I mean? Like direct contact that we can um, reach out to him on or whatever. So, uh, but I would say in like both of these cases where we were, you know, very fortunate to enlist people with, with like accolades and credentials to the tune of a Camp Low or a Mr. Funky, it's like, um, it was really a pure thing that happened. You know what I mean? It's like, it wasn't, we weren't, out like necessarily like star chasing so to speak or however you would you know define that but it's like hey we need we need another voice here and then when you say you need another voice here it's like somebody like a <laughs> you know be good if somebody like a camp low and actually as it relates to camp low like and i he's always he's always kind of tapped in you know he's like a multi-cities grew up in milwaukee lived in new york living you know west coast and all this. so it's like he's like I think I got somebody that we might be able to contact. You know what I mean? It's like, we could yeah. throw something out there. I mean, we throwing a Hail Mary, but it's like, there's no interceptions and there's no ramifications for getting it wrong, right? All it is, is like putting together a sincere and earnest pitch. So like, not like, not some dumb one sentence text type stuff, but like, all right, all right let's, let's make sure that we put our best foot forward and respect these dudes for who they are uh and so but it's like yeah that's how that worked and then with funk it was more like a google thing and it's like uh in both of these cases it was just letting our imagination play out and it's like you know who'd be dope on this and it's like we actually you know and then it's not to say we were two and oh we reached out in some other cases for for instances of you know who'd be dope on this but it didn't pan out uh we have no regrets you know because we we really like yeah you know what I mean? We we like we let everything uh you know out of our system creatively and uh and and where it where it netted out, we're obviously very pleased where we released it. So that releasing it um represents you know being proud of your work, you know what I mean? So uh but yeah, anybody who is in this space, you know, floating around independently, like allow your imagination to go do it. I, I think I think um it's it, it's a reward from our like honest intention too. I mean, yeah. you know, but yeah, I, we, we, we flipped out when camp low came back. <laughs> we, we flipped out. I bet that's dope, man. I remember a mentor of mine used to talk about like, you know, the long shot, like at the end of the game, there's only a few seconds and you're down and all you can do is just heave the ball up there. You yeah. do it because sometimes it goes in. I mean, it usually doesn't, but sometimes it does. So you that's guys exactly keep trying, right. you know. And this is that it's the first quarter. Like, there's nothing to lose. Right. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know what I mean? It's just yep. nothing to lose and try. So right. I would always encourage people to try if you if you mean it. You know what I mean? If you, right. Yeah. Make it authentic. If you're doing the thing where you're just rattling off dozens in a day, and it's like somebody can get back. It's like that may work for you, you know. But for us, it was like our thing was real intentional. We we knew we knew where we wanted to go creatively, and as it started to take more shape or like we need to insert a different voice here. Like, and, uh, and you know, it, it panned out how it did. That's I think dope. that was the most rewarding part about it was I think that people can kind of feel that authenticity when you yeah. are asking for them, like, yo, this, this, you know, you know, 
when we reached out to people, they they felt that, you know, we were sending the tracks to people and they immediately saw what we were doing. They saw our intentions behind it. They knew it wasn't like, oh, we're trying to get you on here because we're trying to flip it. We're trying to, you know, kind of piggyback off of your status. It was, it was more like, yeah, we're doing this for all the right reasons. And even if you don't do it, we're still going in this direction. And so I think that people just felt that. And, uh, you know, when they see a lot of people... <laughs> You know, when they see a moving train, they're more willing to jump on it. You know what I mean? If it's if it's stalled out at the station, they ain't trying to get on that. But once them wheels start turning, they like, oh yeah, okay, they doing this with with or without me. They going somewhere with or without me. So it, it was uh it was very very gratifying to see and rewarding to see that they felt our passion, like what we yeah were yeah. I'm so, sure that felt very validating. That's dope. I yeah. love that. So I wanted to ask you about one more song. Um, and my man, Joe November, he actually sent the question in and he, he beautifully, beautifully written question. And you, I have to lean on you for the pronunciation of some of this. This is, I think, the, I think uh, it was listed okay, as a bonus yeah, I track. I got you. I got this you. Is the, <laughs> what is it? How do you say it? Zen? Zan Zendegi. Zen Zendegi. I mean, I, we try to spell it as phonetical as possible. It looks, yeah. yeah. Zen Zendegi. Yeah, Zen Zendegi. Okay. Okay. Okay, so he said it. That song, Which, by the way, any Persian people with like perfect pronunciation and fluency are laughing at the way I'm delivered. <laughs> like I'm the expert. Farsi is not a strong suit of mine, but well, we 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 don't mean to offend or mispronounce, but uh, <laughs> no, they shouldn't be offended. That's yeah. Sure. So the song Joe wrote in that the song um, feels like there's a real connection with how people, particularly women, uh, persevered in the strict Middle Eastern culture. Uh, was it inspired by is this M Madgal's song, which shares the same name? Oh, uh, it, so that is the it's the signature chant of a of a movement of a rebellion of a revolution that uh, is actively underway, and it was um, particularly flared up, uh, you know, around this time last year. Hmm. Um, so essentially, so it, it means women, life, freedom, which is why we got the sort of the parentheses in there. And that's the chant. It's a beautiful chant, what it represents. But it also speaks directly to the reality of how women are like really, really grossly oppressed in uh, it's my native country. You know what I mean? And um, it's in large part why I speak English as an American, you know, an Iranian American, but an American nevertheless, because my mom uh you know and it's and some of this is covered in that tracks like she's mm -hmm. like you know i don't want to live in these conditions and i don't want my my sons to um absorb this this way of life and this sort of like this level of chauvinism and and disrespect and think this this is okay you know so uh you know she threw caution to the wind and got to america just herself for kids and about 200 bucks and like wow. figured it out yeah so like That's amazing yeah and um yeah, she's an incredible woman. So, you know, I, a, a lot of this. And in fact, she it, she was the one that uh, put, you know, our feet to the fire and said, like, hey, like what you guys represent and then particularly calling me out. She's like, you you're uh, sort of a liaison. You're an ambassador like, you know, Iranian people uh diaspora wide diaspora wide all over the globe are fully and of course those with their feet on the ground in iran like they're fully aware of what's going down um basically uh a young lady 
um, named Massa Amini, she, uh, or Gina, as we refer to her, and that's her middle name. She was um, targeted and she was brutally killed for loosely wearing her hijab. It sparked, it understandably sparked outrage and, and it resulted in people taken to the streets. Now, uh, obviously there are oppressions and things like that in America, but um, one of, I think the key differences in a country like Iran and here, it's like, you can't air those grievances out in any sort of organized protest or, you know, with any sort of freedom of, of speech at least on paper, it's not even on paper there, you know, mm. in the case where it's not, it's like on paper, but it's a facade, it's not even on paper there. So it's like, so, you know, their government, uh, you know, send their armies out and and started to let bullets ring out. And anybody who was out in the street at the, in those times could have been hit, uh, arrested, tortured, you know, small children. Um, it's a really, uh, it's it's insane, you know. The level of inhumanity is is truly insane. So all of this is going on. I was born in Iran. It's my it's my native you know country. It's my connection to you know it's my root rather. And so uh, as this movement is underway, uh, my mom basically like put it to us, you know, and she said, "Hey, like you guys offer an opportunity to get this message out, the, the message of this movement and this revolution to a broader audience." Iranian people are already well aware of it. So um, what are you going to do now? You know what I mean? And, and it was, she was speaking on behalf of family members, cousins and things like that, that they were just like, hey, like, how come Mila's not taking action? And how come Earth Tone's not taking action? And so mm. um, it was tough. It yeah. was tough because uh, as you as you noted earlier in our conversation, you know, we we skew a lot towards like, you know, more fun, loving, like good spirited things. And that's something I can always get into, you know, but uh, when you talk about the gravity of, of this situation, and it's still actively a situation, um, it's, uh, it's a really tough th thing to have to examine and put on your shoulders to speak on. It's, uh, I felt, uh, you know, my nerves were rattled and I was really nervous. And there was several times it took longer than most songs would and we're not we're not, it's not to say we're one of them like oh we cranked out 25 songs that we don't do that we 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 cook slow but this one was particularly slow and there were several times along the way where I was telling Nick I'm like man it's not coming to me it's not mm -hmm. you know it's, it feels unnatural and you know and uh you know he would just continue to encourage like to hey, stay with it just see it through and you know uh and and then I gotta I gotta credit uh my wife as well she was um you know, there was parts where we, you know, the, the the song weaves together my personal testimony with the broader movement and how it all ties together. And she's she's always asked. She said, "I get it. <laughs> she'll she'll I get it. You can rap. You're, you're crafty with words. But what are you going to tell people about a little bit about yourself, your background?" And so, just weaving it all together was um, was a was a really tall task. But you know, when when the family was reaching out, we had to um, we had to answer that bell. I guess ultimately. Yeah, well, I'm glad you did. It's a great song. And I know you talked about having conversations before you create. Did this song create conversations, you know, after people heard it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was, uh, you know, people posted on their on their platform. People tapped in, uh, you know, people would reach out via DM or somewhere in the comments and say, like, 
man, this is crazy. What's going on? And, you know, where can we donate? How can we get involved? Mm. And, um, you know, everything is relative, you know, it's not earth tone saying it is not going to be the same as Jay-Z saying it, but, uh, (laughs) but nevertheless, like for those of us, for those who are sort of loyal listeners and and took the time to like dive through this one, which, which is a little bit out of character because everything was kind of that fun loving, you know, uh, hip hop music and stuff like that. This one, this one got a little deep. So it's like, you know, strictly from a music standpoint, it's an interesting, um, is an interesting sort of, you know, scenario to, to see who's going to take this ride with us. You know, yeah. you, you want to keep coming to the party with us. I understand the party is fun. Do you want to have a deep conversation with us? Well, this is some of that real, like, are you on board for this too? So yeah, I mean, it, uh, most people proved to be, which is, um, which is, which was cool. And, you know, to some degree, our mission was accomplished art- artistically, but there's a you know a, a world of work to be done at for the cause itself. Yeah, dope. I love it. I love music. I love fun music, and I also love music with a message that you know shines light on 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 something. So yeah, so I love it. Uh, all right. So before we move off the album, I I do want to ask both of you if someone has not heard the album, and I know I know we like to listen to albums all the way through, but let's just say they only get one song to hook them in is there a song on the album that you could say yes you definitely should listen to this song this is the song that will hook you in what do you think nic i i I mean our our most popular and i think the song that that resonates most and is a great entry point to earth tone is feel is real so yeah for sure because it, it talks about you know, we're not here for the boasting and bragging. You know, I, I know that you're tired of just everybody saying they the dopest. And, and they, you know, there's there's certain lines in there. You know, when did, when did Love Your Neighbor become, uh, you know, uh, uh, overrated and, and, and those kind of things. And um, I, did I misquote you? I'm sorry if I did. Underrated. When did Love Your Neighbor become underrated? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. But, you know, we, we were just, I'm sorry. But, you know, it's, it's, it's those kind of things that resonate with me because it's like, you know, again, we just were trying to, you know, bring up those those questions and those are things that we did we do talk about over breaking bread. It's like, man, why why can't we why can't we talk about those things? I again, like I said, I'm a Griselda mob deep, but you know, again, I, I we get to a point where it's like, man, there's just no balance. There is absolutely no balance, and we weren't trying to be the balance for the shock value of it. We were just trying to be like, all right, now that we do have wives, we do have you know kids and we have families like there there's got to be that and jay-z and can't be the only person that's married in hip-hop you know what i mean like, right. like so it was just all i think phil is real is just such a genuine uh snapshot of of earth tone yeah so yeah, i think sometimes you got to let the data tell the story and and phil is real is overwhelmingly the the you know champion among among the records so that's if somebody had you know two and a half three minutes to to get familiar with us that's definitely the one we serve up yeah i wouldn't argue with that that's an excellent song i my i I can't i don't know i have two favorites i mean the whole thing is just dope but something for you i love that song there's something about when the stand-up bass and and the breakbeat aligns this is brilliant and then supervision it's kind of like a i wouldn't say somber but it's like more mellow yeah, and I'm not sure if there's a breakbeat on that one or not, but I just love that that vibe on supervision. Just 
a great vibe on it. Love that song. We we, we got a comment from I I like you know uh, keep the name discreet, but as a DJ, like a respected dude around here in Southern California, who's just like he finally he finally got a chance to dive through the project. And I think he he was alluding to um, supervision when he's like, oh, I thought you guys were strictly on the fun fun, but like, <laughs> you know, you actually got like introspective and you actually, you know, reflect on deeper sort of like, you know, uh, self-reflections, self I guess. And uh, so, yeah, that one, that one kind of snuck up on people because, you know, we do what we do with the singles, but I'm, I'm confident because that one has got gotten like a pretty strong response supervision. Mm. But I'm confident that if we roll that out as a single, it's like, man, I'm not trying to hear about you. I want you to serve me. It's not an audience would receive. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, it's, well, we can't we can't put the toothpaste back in the tube though. So like, oh well, we, yeah, yeah. It's the hope again. Like we, you know, we've like we've made this metaphor in a few conversations, but it's something like you know when you're dating somebody, like when you start dating. You put the nice clothes on, you put the sweatshirt <laughs> on, you do, you know, you you put your best foot forward and all that. You're not going out there being like, you know, I'm I'm real sad today on date number two. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, I gotta hear about this complainer, you know. So it's like everything, every everything is great, you know. We're good, let's have fun, let's get some food, we're gonna go dancing afterward. And so it's like, and then once you you're about a month or whatever in, and it's like, yo, can I can I talk to you about something real? <laughs> it'll be more invited, you know? So it's like when, when people have heard supervision and those who have been on the ride with us for a little bit longer, like, it's like, oh, <laughs> you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. <laughs> I like that analogy. I like that a lot. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, before we get on, oh, and the other thing about this album, like I said before, it really does play like an album. It feels good from, you know, beginning to the end. And there's also these really dope interludes uh, throughout the album. Um that kind of holds it together in a way. So it, it's not just like 10 songs, just like fade in, fade out, it's done. But there's these interludes where you're talking about different, you know, elements of hip hop and different things. And it's just like, man, it just all fits really well. So if you are listening and you've not paused this podcast yet to go find the album on earthtone.com, go do so, download it. I don't know if there's any vinyl left. Yep, there it is. If there's Definitely vinyl left. Copy. Now we got some vinyl, you, you okay. know, uh, tap into the store for those who collect, for those who, who just love to play the records for themselves. Yes, we are. Uh, yes. Got so get that, get that. Any, fellas, anything else you want to say to the people uh, that, that tune in about this album before we jump into some other albums? Man, I, you know, if, if you appreciate the pendulum swing and the balance to what is currently the sound bed of what's going on right now. If you are into, uh, as my man Twan Mack would say, adult contemporary hip hop, um, I feel like this is an album that you should should listen to. And we, we made it to be digested as a piece of art. Um, this, this album is for you. Amen to that. What else can you say? Perfectly summed up. And you know what? I mean, I feel like, you know, now's a good time just to say thank you for everything that you've said to, to sum it up because you've done it well. And I don't think there's like a more gratifying feeling for creatives than when somebody gets your intention and a lot of how you, you know, um, you know, how you've dissected it and the, and the commentary you've given just like, it lets us know very clearly like, oh, you get us, you know what I mean? And that's, that's mm. a, 
that's a really reassuring feeling. And so we never take that kind of thing for granted. So thank you. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. You're welcome. And uh, just a few comments, a few Facebook listeners um, chimed in. J-O-O-M-O said, love how he talks about quality over quantity. We were yeah. talking about that earlier. That's dope. Oh, he also asked, will there be a CD release? Because I've only seen a vinyl release. Nothing imminent. I mean, it's it's not to say we can't like, you know, open that door later down the road, but uh because of because of our relationship to the DJ, and granted, half of us is a DJ, uh, <laughs> half of the identity of Earth Tone, but it's like it's it's not it, it's more than that. What Earth Tone represents as a singular entity has the utmost respect for the DJ as the origin of hip hop, and that's something that's gotten lost in the history of it all, right? So like, it it was very intentional and very like, uh, you know, purposeful for us to say let's do this group as a, a DJ and an MC. And normally how we present ourselves, press releases and all that, we'll call ourselves the DJ MC duo because um, that's how that's how it all started. And the DJ, and, and listen, you, you may get famous. Uh, you could become the famous guy holding the mic, but the party is always on the DJ. Like, let that be known, you know what I mean? So anyway, we got all this reverence for the DJ. So we felt like, um, obviously we're just some working dudes for a round and way guys like we thought with whatever resources we could put together we thought it was really important that we uh, feed the DJs and and get back into vinyl um, so that's why we went that way now maybe at, at some point down the road we'll um we'll get into the CD or, or tape or something too but yeah right now it's vinyl right on and, digital. That's and it's digital I, yes. I want to make that clear because some people are like well I want to listen but I don't, you know, I don't have nowhere to spin a record. So we got the digital for you too. Yes, yes. Get it. And uh shout out to Brandy Stevens, who also enjoys the album and and chimed in on Facebook family. a little bit. So <laughs> that's family. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know Brandy. All right, right on. And Marcus, shout out to Marcus too. Uh he shouted out Ronnie Jordan is his favorite jazz artist. So yeah, Ronnie Jordan's dope. So shout out to Marcus. All right, fellas. The last thing we do on the Boom Bap chat, we'd like to celebrate classic and just albums we love. So with a little uh, activity we call One Word and see if y'all can do it. I'm going to flash an album and see if each of you can respond to the album using only one word. Woo. All right. You ready for this challenge? Yeah. All, right. All right. Here we go. All right. First album is, uh, let's see here. Okay. The Allegory by Royce the Five Nine. Can Slept On be one word? Slept on. I, yeah, I guess it's hi, hi, hyper uh, underrated. Whatever. Like underrated. Yeah, that's underrated. Crazy. yeah. Um, that's where I was going. Ela underrated. Sheesh. Yes. You think this is his best album? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, I do, and I think uh, something I learned about it. You know, having listened to it on a podcast or something, he produced it as well. Yeah. And uh, when it's it's not the only way, but I do think that when somebody who is as articulate and like just such a like a wordsmith to you know to the standard to the status of, of a Royce the five nine when you have these ideas in your head verbally and you know how to take them home sonically yeah man he I mean that thing is crazy oh Ela between the two of us struggles with one word answers so you <laughs> well to be fair hey, I did, I did, I did ask. Ask. <laughs> <laughs> 
I did ask a question, so to be fair. Yeah, I, he, you know, Roy surprised me on that. Like, yeah, right. He surprised me with the beats. I didn't I didn't know he could make beats that good, you know. He, he said he it was his first me. go. He said it was first go, and like that's the first time he's ever gotten into that. Obviously, he's had like primo and all his people behind him right. before, but man, he did his thing. All right, yeah. going going back for this one. This is Mama said knock you out by LL Cool J. Muse. Muse. That's a good Leg- one. Legendary. Legendary. Yes. Let us. You think this is the best album? Yes. Yeah. Can I answer? Yeah, you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, no, no. You can answer, but if I, I just want to make sure my words are. You can use more than one word with your answers. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. This album. I do. Dope. I do. I mean, yeah. Mar- Marley Marl on the on the production. LL with the like a vendetta. Yeah. Like the same album, the same album contains Mama Said Knock You Out and Around the Way Girl. And it makes perfect sense. You know, Cars Ride By, Mr. Good Bar, you know. Mr. It, Good Bar. It yes. just, that, that album is, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those perfect ones. I, I you know, from, I, from memory, I don't think there's a skip on there. I also think, you know, as an artist, there, there comes these, these moments where you, come into your own you understand you as an artist mm. like I feel like LL always had a good sense of who he was he was gonna be the ladies love you know he he knew his sexuality he knew his hardcore he knew his battle but I think that there's these times in some artist's career where you like all right I fully I'm an adult now you know what I mean like like yeah. like us as individuals you know you you come to a certain age where you're like I'm good with my my zits I'm good with my I'm good with my nose looking like this. I'm good with, you know, like right, yeah. this is me. And I, I'm going, I'm going, I know how to highlight myself when I'm trying to pick up that girl. I know how to put my, like, I feel like that album was LL saying, all right, I know what's worked mm. and I know how to roll it up and package it now. So like yeah. that, that was a legendary album. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Two more here. We got Equimini. By outcasts that's on the wall mm-hmm. oh is that one on the wall that's on the yeah, wall yeah yeah, that's, yeah that's, I, again i told you i literally was yeah all right that's, that's, <laughs> i was okay. a little glare like yeah, yeah okay that. that's definitely on the wall um wall wall worthy that's a hyphenated one <laughs> another hyphenated one i like that wall worthy <laughs> are those what did you say creativity creativity yeah yeah, yeah. no that's a, that's a good one and my next question you think this is their best album for yeah. me yes yeah 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 my, my my older brother so uh funny backstory my brother um didn't own a record player the earth tone vinyl release inspired him to buy a record player mm-hmm. so he because he's like yeah you know i'm a cop of vinyl all right you know good luck big bro so now he's spinning it and now he's he, he's kind of gotten into it. So he's building out his record collection. And he texted me about two weeks ago. He's like, he's like, what's the best Outkast album? I said, Quimini, but AT Aliens is 1B, you know? And uh, he's like, I, I was thinking the same. He's like, I'm gonna go get that vinyl. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like that same go to the store. I, I can afford one right now. Yeah, right. He's living it, you know? You know, the, the reality, if I could piggyback off of this, you know, art in general is so subjective. And so, you know, when you whenever you you 
pull one album up of an artist and you say, you know, is this the best one or what, you know, it's, it's subjective, but I, Ela and I, when we have these, these break bread conversations, I always say, and even when I'm DJing my sets, music is so personally attached to a memory. Mm. So a lot of times when we listen to albums, depending on what we were going through, you know, you'll hear people be like, yo, that album right there got me through a death in the family. Or I listened to this Donny Hathaway or this, this Stevie Wonder song, and it got me through uh, a certain period of our lives. And so um, the reason why Equimini resonates with me is because it just, it was a certain period of my life that, that I was rocking that. It was on, it got me through a certain period of time. So I know that there's other uh, Outcast albums that some people be like, nah, that, you know, but uh, for me, attached to the memory that I have, Equimini was, man, hands down, it got me through a period. Yeah, that is so true. The experiences we have with the albums is is very, very important and profound. And even though, like for me, even though I think I like AT Aliens more than this album, I think this is their best album. When I just think about it analytically, like there's just so much going on on this album. The, the musicianship is amazing. It's just a great album. It's I mean, I, I wouldn't even be mad at anybody saying AT Aliens or Southern Playlistic. Yeah. Like I just, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for, for sure, for sure. All right, last one. We got we got the last one here. We got uh, Uptown Saturday Night. Come on, by man. By Camp Low. Come on, man. You, you, know, you don't even have to ask me this. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Ela. Let me hear what you say. Oh, man. Fly. Fly. I like it. I can't. I, I can't. I can't. I, I can't even think of one word that that is my one of my favorite albums of all time. And I'm not talking about just hip hop albums. I'm talking about across all genres of music. I'm talking about Stevie Wonder, Prince, Donny Hathaway, Camp Lowe. Like it's, it's, it's one of my favorite albums of all time. Mm. Yes. Um, oh. I can't, I can't. I'm, I'm gonna say your word is classic thing. I mean, classic, like, yeah. Epic. Yeah, epic, classic. Epic, epic. I like epic. Yeah, yeah. I like it. All right, because I just I just love albums, man. What are some of your um all-time favorite albums that were not shown here uh tonight in this one word segment? What are some other albums that come to mind when you think of like favorite albums of all time? Low end theory, I'll say, mm. you know. Uh, I know a lot of people, if you're picking one from the tribe, you know, catalog, a lot of people say Marauders, you know, but for me, I somehow, you know, gravitate towards low end theory. Um, I'm a West Coast kid, so uh, Balancing Options by DJ Quick. Mm. Um, the West Coast CD from corruption it was a double disc and and the east coast was cool but that west coast cd was 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 a really that talking about music being attached to memory this is why i got to be the cool little bro with the big big homies my older brother you know he had the license he had some subwoofers in the car and i just got to be squished in the back seat like you know it was great <laughs> takes me back to a very fond That's place dope. yeah um like water for chocolate mm. yes yeah. What like I was listening to that, you know, somewhat recently, and I was just like just taking a look at the credits. 
the production, the collection of producers from Jay Dilla to mm. James Poyser yes. and Quest Love and whoever's yeah. involved, like, yo, Common, you know, and then Common's poetry, you know, on top of all of it, it's, uh, that's one of them perfect storms. Agreed. Uh, he, I mean, it, the answers for Nick are behind him. He literally, yeah. reasonable doubt, reasonable doubt qualifies for me as well. Illmatic. Things fall apart. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mob Deeps, you know, think, you know, uh, I'm just thinking, I'm trying to think of, you know, um, paid in full. Come on. That's, you know. Yeah. And you don't want, like, there's no reason to overlook the, the legends that it's like, it almost goes without say, but, you know, ready to die. I mean, uh, for me, all eyes, you know, uh, you know, I, I speak for me on that one and I don't have the same affinity for Pac, but, um, um, yeah, God, what a, we, we could do that all day. <laughs> You'll be here all night. No man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what I love. I love albums, man. I mean, I, there's artists that I love, of course, but uh, man, it's just nothing like a good album, a good hip hop album, you know? That, and I think, you know, before, before the, the, we started this, before we went live, I said, you know, we made all that glitters for people like you. Mm-hmm. So when you reach out and, and we had these conversations, it's it's more rewarding for us to hear it from someone like you because we vividly remember and Ela and I have sat down and talked about this. The again, music dropping. It was a it was an anticipated mo- like yo the new such and such came. Yo, did you get a new? And you went and you 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 looked at the cover and you you, you mm. know what I mean. Read the credits and and you ripped the plastic. It was a whole experiential thing. You you had to physically go get an album you could you couldn't be at home and just download it on your computer you you had to you had to invest something your time yeah get on a bus probably you had <laughs> to walk to a record so you had to do something to get it so it, it was more valuable to you um so all of that stuff when uh we we made this we wanted people to have that interactive experience where they listen to it and it told a story yeah um, yeah so job job well done well done <laughs> cool well it's a hip-hop show so we always go out with uh shout outs so i'll give a few shout outs and then i'll turn it over to you guys and you can you can take it away for the night so sound good that's dope. word word well uh, i want to shout out uh denmark peoples if you don't know this mc he's a dope mc it's denmark peoples and he's gonna be uh, on the show in two weeks and he too has a really good album out this year so make sure y'all check that out the entire Boom Bap uh, chat crew, my man Bo Brown, Big Stowe, Profound, Iomas Marad, and Joe November. And also want to shout out my man Marcus, who was tuning in tonight. And he said uh, Jasmine Taz, uh, I think too, was one of his favorite albums of all time. So shout out to, to that for sure. And uh, shout out to you guys, man. I, I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate the great music. The album obviously is dope. Again, if y'all have not gotten it yet, Go to earthtone.com, hit the little shop button at the top, get the album. You're going to enjoy it. I promise. It's going to be featured in our new book, The Boom Bap Review, Volume 5. So make sure y'all get that at boombapreview.com as well. And uh, yeah, shout out to you guys, man. Thanks for coming by. Thanks for sharing a little bit of yourself and your story with us. And, and thanks for this beautiful album. So thank you guys. And with that, 
I'll turn it over to you for the final shout outs. And shout out Real Ones family. We just did a, a show with them. So I don't know how these names are going to resonate, but you know, from prop to promote, Icy Ice, Curse Hydro, uh, Bobito, uh, the whole the whole crew. Um, and then and then we got to shout out anybody who's been supporting uh, all that glitters. And that certainly includes yourself, Till. We really appreciate you. Uh, and then all of the features that got down and helped not only the features who, who got down musically, but the people who got involved uh, in ev at every angle. So that means, you know, our guy, Nat Star, who got down on the engineering. X is the weapon, who uh, who's the head of design for LRG, the clothing brand. He uh, he's, he's responsible for the design of the project. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, the musical contributions as well. So, of course, Camp Low and Funk, like we talked about, Amir, Ray Khalil, Adrian Crutchfield, Lincoln Cleary, uh, Frank Abraham, um, anybody else. Hopefully I'm not missing nobody. But yeah, everybody who got down, who, who, who helped get this thing across that that finish line to release. Uh, and, and those who are supporting and everybody who's checking in on earthtone.com to cop that thing, we appreciate you. Yeah, to uh, to all the lovers of, of, of hip hop across the board, this is who we made the album for. So shout out to y'all. Um, we would be crazy if we didn't shout out our wives for letting two <laughs> nine to five dudes who, you know, <laughs> decided to to do a passion project and a, and a, and a just kind of take time away from the family to go, you know, chase this uh, this feeling of of wanting to create art. Like, you know, our wives are are. I, I, they are our A and R's at some point, and, they, <laughs> and they're like, ah, nah, that ain't cutting it. So um, we want to thank them. Um, but yeah, all, all the real ones, all the beat junkies, all the all the DJs that have like really, really, you know, rocked with us, and um, the people that have really sat down and just uh, listened to it from from front to back. Amen. Yeah. Right on. Thanks, fellas. And on that note, we say. Peace, 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 peace.